What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we talk to another Philadelphia Eagle. Abe's excited. Still, zero Ravens to this day on the podcast, which is hard to believe. But Lane Johnson, offensive lineman for the Eagles, the man behind the dog mask on their Super Bowl run. Super funny guy. He went to OU. Obviously, I went to Texas. I don't like the Eagles. He's an Eagle. So this is a fun conversation. And then we did Ranked with Lane we ranked the top three gas station snacks of all time. A hysterical conversation. I hope you all enjoy. Snapback fam, let's get it. Blue wire. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we are pleased to welcome Lane Johnson from the Philadelphia Eagles. Lane. That was the most that was the most bullshit introduction ever. You're talking to an all-pro, a Super Bowl champion. I hate the Eagles. Bowler. I was trying to power through it. I don't I don't care. You you show some right, damn Give him your intro. Give him your intro. You're making the man do something he doesn't want to do. The bodyguards, baby brother, Super Bowl champion, all pro tackle, Lane also, Johnson, also, the creator, the creator of the underdog movement in the 2017 Eagles. Just show some damn respect. Hold on. Also, Lane Johnson went to Oklahoma and I went to Texas. It's just, oh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a tough start. It's a tough start. Because Texas never recruited me. So that's their fault. <laughs> Lane, we can't recruit anyone good, so it's a, you should be honored we did not try to recruit you. <laughs> What's going on, Lane? How are you? Man, uh, spending a lot of time at home lately. Uh, we just started o- virtual OTAs, so uh, we have meetings, everything's online, and then we have our, our lifts, so pretty much um, our strength coaches are watching us lift, uh, lift weights, so that's what, that's what we've been doing. So they're just like – like you and I right there, you're sitting there, you're power cleaning or something. Yeah, right now, there. I got dumbbells right now, and I'm yeah. – And they're just sitting there just looking at you? Rep count, making sure you're not skipping reps and being a <laughs> – What if you don't have, like, a home gym? Because some of the NBA guys said they don't even have a hoop. So what if you don't – like, you put up a lot of weight. You normally have a big weight room. Um. Well, I think you can get on that ground. You can start by getting some push-ups in. True. Uh, yeah, hey, you got to think about like with the rookies and stuff. Like they haven't gotten a second contract yet. They're just trying to make a name for themselves in the league. Like this is a little bit more difficult it is than it is yeah, for you. Yeah, this is probably like, as far as my football career. The rookie year is probably the most stressful. You come into a new city, you get in, you have to learn a whole new offense. Uh, you're spending a lot more time in the meeting room than other um, other vets. So really, so it's, it's, it's a long year because you you have that whole long process with college, and then you're right into the pros, and it's you know. Goes by fast. Speaking of rookie year, um, Eagles in the draft did something fun. Damn right we did. The quarterback factory is fully churning. Um, what I mean from the inside, what are you excited about with Jalen Hurts and Carson and all the possibilities? Yeah, I think Jalen's a great pick for us. I think um, we can have some roles with him this year. Not sure what those are going to be, but. Obviously, he's a tremendous athlete. He's a tremendous player. And I think what intrigued everybody about him is just his journey from Alabama and how he handled all that situation. I think that speaks volumes about him. 
So, um, I mean, even when we won the Super Bowl, I mean, that was a weird situation for everybody. But, um, you know, when something like that happens, it, it is always good to have a good backup. So did you have any idea before we were picking that it was going to happen? Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so my initial reaction, which is just natural as a fan, I was just like, what? I was so confused because obviously I didn't expect the Eagles to take a quarterback. What was your reaction when they took him? Yeah, I was shocked, um, but we ultimately we had the same agency. So, um, so after it happened, my whole deal was just trying to communicate with him, uh, see when he's going to head up here, if he needs anything, you know, I'm kind of – I'm here stranded, so so come come train with me if you want to. I I think it's interesting because Jalen Hurts is this guy who has a tremendous story. He's, he's known for having a tremendous work ethic, and he's coming into a situation where it's very clear he's not our starting quarterback. Carson's our guy, mm-hmm. and it's Howie and Doug have said that. But like you know, the competitor in Jalen, like he thinks he's coming into training camp ready to win that job. And yeah, I think that's one of the more interesting things about him is his competitive attitude. <laughs> yeah, you you, uh, you have to ride the wave. I mean, it is what it is. Um, right. Ultimately, competition, just like anything else, will bring out the best in everybody. So, you know, every year everybody's going to training camp and you got to earn your job. I mean, it's everybody's job. So, it is what it is. Speaking of draft, um, I have a little confession <laughs> because – what was it? You got drafted, what, eight years ago? Yes, seven. Eight years ago. So I remember my exact yellow reclining chair. I'm sitting in my living room when when your draft was up and we had – Bright yellow or – Bright yellow or – Who has a yellow recliner? I've never – Honestly, honestly, it was a a piece of shit. (laughs) But it was was my chair. It was my chair. So forget about it. But I'll never forget how mad I was that we took this guy, Lane Johnson – over this guy, this Alabama corner, D. Milliner. So I won. Oh, you an apology. Two. Hey, you didn't have to say it. So, you know, what you don't know, don't take <laughs> I just remember what? Like, we needed a corner. I was just like, what? But Howie Roseman, I mean, he loves, he loves building those lines. So I had to get that off my chest because it's actually one of the Eagles draft stories I'll never forget is just being so upset that we took this guy, Lane Johnson. Meanwhile, I'm a 16-year-old kid that has no idea about offensive lines in football. I've never played football in my life. Well, hey, but, I'm, not, um, I'm proud of your honesty. So yeah, I mean, what do you – Good to get that off your chest. What do you think about all – because obviously this Jalen Hurts pick is getting criticized a lot. So what do you what do you make of all these people in the media good. that just that are talking heads? Good. Yeah? Read every read every bit of material you can. <laughs> soak, it, soak it in and then use it as fuel, man. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. Uh, I mean, sports world, that's what it's for. It's, it's for people to get engaged. Uh, sports is, is all about fans. So that's the beauty of it. And, you know, the thing about it is that you get to write your own story. So, um, you know, as far as motivation, I think it'll be, it'll be big for him. Um, but, you know, it's no different than any other player. We all do the same stuff. What what's your general sense with the sports media? Because we like to not be, we like to be as far away. The, from the, the M word is the M word is cursive curse on here. <laughs> we don't we don't like to be like the talking heads because they're just not what people are doing these days. They're just making up hot takes to say. Uh, well, they're reporters, uh, you know, sports, and I'm reporters of, of feelings. So you know, when they come in. It's like uh, after practice, we have a little mini court session. <laughs> uh, tell you my point of view and what and what I see and uh, what we can do better. But yeah, I mean, after a big win, everything's good. And after a loss, uh, you know, there's been times I went in there and I said, "Hey, man, we, we got our ass kicked." Personally, I I got my ass kicked, and uh, you know, after that, you you feel good because it's the truth, and you get to move I, on. I really am feeling that. I played uh, another Oklahoma boy, Joe Mixon and Madden last night. 
How was I, that? I've never felt more helpless in my entire life. He was good. He was. I think he's the best player in the world, and it's just like a helpless. Did he work you with the Bengals? He worked me. Uh, with, no, 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 he didn't work me with the Bengals. He worked me with Joe Mixon. Oh. <laughs> he just destroyed me, with Joe Mixon. And then I'm recording this stuff for YouTube, and like you're saying, like sometimes you gotta admit you got your ass kicked. And my yeah. brother turns to me and he's like, "How do you even like post this video later? Like just knowing your life is just destroyed." You just gotta tell him, hey, it's good to stay humble every now and then. Hey, every now and then you need a good reawakening. Exactly. What he brought to you? <laughs> he smoked me. It was ugly. Uh, so you started the the whole underdog thing, you know, during the Super Bowl. You have you been an underdog your whole life? Why do you think that mentality kind of came out during that run? Probably because the Phillies, you know, Rocky whole underdog thing. Mm. It's kind of been their mantra for a long time. Um, Ultimately, it was it was Chris's idea. I just went on Amazon and bought the mask. So <laughs> I actually came up with Dude, it. Dude, you drove up the price of that mask. I couldn't buy it. I went from like twelve to like forty two dollars. I was at I went to the I went to the the Vikings NFC Championship game, and I was trying that whole week to get Did one. Did you sneak in one. or you paid? No, I paid. I paid right. that one. Didn't one of your boys sneak into the? Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have great security at the link. Okay. One of my buddies. Don't say his name. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. One of my buddies snuck into to the link for that game. Hey, actually, funny story. So I uh, forgot it was a couple years ago. Uh, John Dornboss comes and taps me. We're playing mid game, and he goes, "Bro, look at look at Kid Rock over here." And he was totally joking. But this guy came in. I mean, he did like Kid Rock in the face, but except he had about three kids with him, and uh, and he was about fifty pounds bigger than Kid Rock. But <laughs> somehow got VIP access on the sidelines. And uh, wait, he was on the actual sideline. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder if he, it, was, he, he just he was just telling everybody just you know just call me kid. <laughs> just call me kid. He probably was impersonating Kid Rock. Yeah, but he got on the field, so that was that was pretty funny. So, Lane, you played quarterback, right, at JUCO? Yeah, uh yeah, I played a little bit in JUCO my first year and then uh the second year when I actually I transferred to OU, um I was playing tight end. One of our tight ends transferred, and so I kind of did some of that during the spring. So there's this new thing going around the NFL where if there's – and Jalen Hurts is getting this tag too, where is if there people aren't really sure about his necessarily quarterback fit, they call him a, quote, Taysom Hill type. It's like a new – it's a new label that people get in the NFL. Do you think that you could be considered a Taysom Hill type? <laughs> maybe I I'm, mean uh, – Maybe I think I can catch a, a decent maybe red zone, you know, maybe from the five-yard line touchdown pass like Dennis Kelly. I, I'd say I could do that. What about a QB draw? Yeah, I'd like to do that. I would, uh, <laughs> I'd have to get some shin guards and uh, get my shin. I thought, I thought you were going to ask if he was part of the quarterback factory that the Eagles are building. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's like Jalen, Nate, Carson, and then – I mean, Greg we've Ward, gotten, Greg, we, I mean, exactly. We've gotten pretty thin at that position. So then it's all right, Lane and Greg Ward. Like we might need you guys to step in. Was uh, there ever a point in that Seattle playoff game where if Josh went down, you, you had to be a little ready? No, because I had a bum ankle. But I'll tell you what. Oh I right, right, right. I would have right. got absolutely smoked. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, Josh uh, had a bum hamstring that game. Yeah, I think he tore it like the second, third series. Out Wild. There. <laughs> I was at that game too. That was... uh, no, but with the Taysom Hill thing, I think the NFL, it's all about matchups. So mm-hmm. if they can create certain scenarios, you put a, a good athlete back there and it makes something happen. I think it's, you know, I think it's smart with what the Saints have been doing because he's been doing that for a number of years now. Right. I think it's especially exciting with Jalen and Doug because Doug is one of the more creative offensive minds in the league. Is he? Yeah. 
Yes, he is. Or does he just get a good rep for running one play in the Super Bowl? This is me and my friends always debate this. <laughs> he started the going for it on fourth down, and they ran the Philly special, and it's kind of carried him for a little. So I have to ask the question: How good of an offensive mind is Doug Peterson? You want this lane, or <laughs> yeah, I'll answer. I say, look, look what you can do with a limited cast. So yeah, uh, you know everybody was was off the off the. Um, radar far as playoffs and we or you know far as getting to the playoffs and we still you know made it somehow against all odds so yeah i mean if you're talking about if you really want to get into this jack like you're saying Douglas, are you trying to tell me that Doug's an overrated coach no uh, if you play other teams in similar situations okay they lose their starting quarterback okay how do you percent okay you, you you lose your speed demon okay what are you doing now so i think as time goes on you'll see i mean knock on wood you don't want anybody get hurt but it's going to happen yeah, I mean, it's definitely part of the game. But, I mean, just look at the guy's resume, Jack. Don't be naive. What's he's, his resume? Uh, yeah, he's been on the team for four years. He has four playoff wins, a Super Bowl ring. So, what more do you want? Another one. There you yeah, go. You're damn right. There you you're go. damn right. <laughs> what appliances do you have? That's all that matters. Exactly. It's a what for you. What have you done for me lately, League? Especially in Philly. Do you like playing for – for the Eagles specifically with the Philly fans? Like, you yeah, like the highs it. and the lows? So, the first year was uh, – how, Yeah, how much of a learning curve is it? Oh, yeah. Hey, you have to <laughs> – sometimes you get your feelers hurt. Your feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, probably have been okay. one of those people. You know, they say it's a city of brotherly love, but, hey, most most brothers mean to, to the brothers and they're kind of tough growing up. So, that's I think that's what it's all about. I think they give you an honest uh, assessment of, of what your team is. So, when we're doing good – it is what it is. When we're doing bad, well, you're you're going to hear it. Um, so ultimately, I think it just keeps you on your toes. So far as playing and motivating you, I think the city is a great motivator. I mean, that, Jeff, that, what was your experience at the link? My experience at the link. Well, I wore a Lamar Jackson jersey and a fake gold chain. And let me tell you, this you is asshole. this is week. What was it? Fifteen or 16? it was the Dallas game. It was yeah, the Dallas was game week. Week uh, fourteen or fifteen. How how big was the chain? It was like it was ridiculous. Like it was a fake plastic chain, but it was like you could you could grab a two hand. So Lane, this is your game against the Cowboys, your most despised rival, your biggest game of the season, right? And there's still Eagles fans chirping me for being in a Lamar Jackson jersey. Like it shouldn't have affected them. Yeah, they they wanted to fight me, and I'm like, look, we're you know we're we're going 14 and two. We're good. I like my MVP, but what's that? What's this have to do with you? And Literally, there's an eight-year-old kid who turns around and turns to his dad. He's like, why is that sh- piece of shit wearing a Lamar Jackson jersey? I'm like, watch the game. Watch. <laughs> the, the link was a good experience. Yeah, they're, they're a little bit rough around the edges sometimes, but, you know, they're, they're enduring. I like your analysis of they keep it honest. Like, they do. You, I mean, I would rather play for that, like, versus my friend who's a diehard Dolphins fan. They haven't won a playoff game in two decades. And the Dolphin, every year it's like, oh, we're going to be great. We're going to be great. And they always support the team. Like, I'd rather, you know, when we're sucking, people get mad. And when we're good, people are hyped. Um, are you a bandwagon jumper? No, no, no. I, I was born and raised in Baltimore. I grew up on the Ravens. All right, all right. I was so. just checking. We play, we play next season. I was going to say, let's see how different the link is for you this time around when you go to a Dallas game in a Lamar jersey versus a Ravens game in a Lamar jersey. Yeah, that, well, I've already been warned that I can't sit down in the seats in a Ravens jersey. Well, that's funny. Like, even, like, fans that show up to games that either team isn't playing, I think that's pretty funny in itself. Yeah. It can piss a lot of, a lot of people off, as you know. I, 
as I learned. As I learned. <laughs> uh, so the Ravens do play the Eagles this year. Yep. What's your what are your thoughts on the Ravens? I mean, we're we've been dominant the past two years. We just can't get it down the playoffs, which is Wait like. Yeah, man, they got they got a solid defense. So I know Clayus is joining. Yeah. Um, is it Matt Judon? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's who I'm going to be focusing on. I mean, really, when I'm going to the games, O line has their assignments. Right. You know, quarterbacks looking at the secondary. You know, different keys. So everybody has their own job. But yeah, as far as defense, man, they they've been stout for the past few years. Who's who's your toughest matchup when you go in? Not on the Ravens, just in the league. I mean, Demarcus is tough every year. Um, I mean, as far as my division, Kerrigan mm-hmm. is tough every year. Who's the um, sneaky I, tough guy? Like one that doesn't get the national hype. Uh, I would say Kerrigan, man. When you go look at his career, I mean, he's, he's almost a at 100 sacks. I think he's underrated. Um, he's a beast. Just because they haven't had much, you know, all that much success in the past few years. But as far as producing production, um, you know, he's hit it. All right, who's uh, overrated? Who's overrated? <laughs> Who? Let me see. That's the thing, man. Everybody's pretty damn tough. I know. Yeah. They're in the and NFL. Yeah, it turns out you got to be good football to play in the <laughs> NFL. Yeah, because every year somebody pops up, um, you know, like, like the Barrett guy out of, uh, out of Tampa. Yeah. But you have people like that every year. It's just unassuming fly off the fly off the radar. Jack, did you a couple minutes ago just say the Ravens were dominant these past two years? Yeah. I And then I was letting Lane talk. I said we're dominant during the regular season, and then – we were zero and two in the playoffs. Okay, versus okay. I just wanted, I just wanted Eagles, to get those who actually struggled and had the ups and downs in the regular season, and then had like solid success during. Just the making sure, just yeah. make, just trying to keep you on your toes. I know you're keeping me on my toes. All right, Lane, let's uh, let's get into ranked. So for everyone listening, we do ranked on Thursdays. This will air on Thursday, and this Thursday we are ranking our top gas station snacks. I'm also throwing in a bonus. You get to pick a drink. That goes with it. So we'll go three, Ooh. two, one on snacks, and then we'll go with the bonus drink. To you a get one chaser. Yeah, you get one chaser. And and Lane, I know you're thinking about a milkshake. That, I was thinking about that too. Is that, that a drink? I, no, I would put that in the snack category. I would you can, too. You can use it wherever you want. You know, it's like a flex. It's like a Jalen Hurts type of. Uh, okay, snack. all right, versatile. I got you. All right, hey, Taysom Hill type as a <laughs> as a milkshake. The Taysom Hill type. All right, I'll start number three. For me is ranch seeds, seeds on a road trip, easy snack. I normally pair that with the drink. Ranch gives it that nice flavor. It's a simple one. It's a classic. I'm going ranch seeds. Okay. Easy, you say? Easy. I don't know about a road trip. You have to like spit the shells in a cup. Like that's not easy. It, it's an easy pick. It's a popular pick. I'm not trying to go off the board here. I'm not trying to, you know, overdraft anything. All right. Well, for me, number three. One of my probably my favorite candy ever, Sour Patch Kids. Big bag of Sour Patch Kids, can't beat it. I'm going every time. That's tough. I, I don't know if this is a snack, but it is for me. Uh, sometimes I go to Wawa and I like to uh, click on that screen. The little sourdough melts. Mm. See, I'm not gonna. Well, listen. Abe, you play your game. You'll play your game. I'll play mine because your diet's a little different than mine. But I would not constitute that as a snack. Well, do you consider Wawa a gas station? Because Philly and Jersey people like to think that Wawa is it's like a convenience the, store. Right? Is a convenience store. It's the cream of the crop. It's and it is because you can order those sandwiches and those melts. Seven Eleven. You don't. It's like a churched up Seven Eleven. Exactly. All right, we'll have to go to the listeners to. Uh, see. I have I have a bunch of friends who are like from New York that just always troll Philly and like I'll be like getting a Wawa sandwich. Oh, you're going to go gas station to get lunch? I'm just well, like, dude, come on, it's not like that. 
well That'll new york make, like make. our gas stations because we don't have gas really in the city are bodegas and those are like the lowest like they're pretty much like a gas station but they produce high quality food so it's an interesting dynamic all right we're snaking it lane so do you have your number two as well damn number two Man, I've always been pretty consistent with just some Reese's peanut butter cups, man. Okay. Fire. Great pack. Can't beat it. Nothing wrong with that. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Time tested. Battle tested. So when I go on road trips, I obviously need to have a sweet, savory mix. And I went sour patch number one. Number two, orange. It has to be orange. Chex mix. The the cheese kind. I'm not a big fan of the blue bag. I'll eat it, but like I prefer the orange. Do you uh do you eat Gardettos too? No, what's that? It's, well, it's the little uh, look a little bit harder and find out. Yeah, it's like uh, like Tex makes a little bit, but yeah, they're like, is it? Do they have like those dark tan chips in them? Or I don't that... know what those are called, but those yeah, everybody knows those are the best. Yeah. Oh, Gardettos, yeah, oh, this yeah, is the yeah. same. It's the same thing as Chex Mix. It is, except without the one. <laughs> oh right. yeah, okay. All right, my number two. I'm going uh, candy, like Lane did. I'm going Twix. Twix, right, right Twix, left Twix, doesn't really matter. Don't matter. Any Twix is a W. And then my number one, Smart Food White Popcorn. Oh, you freaking. It's just a simple pick. You get the 40-year-old mother. Literal white <laughs> cheddar cheese on your fingers. And then my bonus, because I have to pair it, red Gatorade. It's, I mean, that's just my jam. Red Gatorade to go with the popcorn. Fruit punch. Fruit punch, obviously. Obviously. Okay. Um yeah, you're. That's something my mom would have picked. You, you don't like white popcorn? No, I do like white popcorn, but I'm not picking it up at a gas station. That's it's like, like the, oh, that's the best place to pick it up is the smart food white popcorn at the gas station. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, my number one is anything that comes in. Did I do a number two? You did. Yeah, yeah. Check mix. Anything that comes in the warmer by the register. Oh, stop that! You're just do. See, now you're being like the media. You're just clickbait. Hot take. No one likes anything out of there. You're lying. If it's good, but we're not saying anything. Uh, I mean, you- first off, 7-Eleven has fire taquitos under that oh. thing. Two, Wawa has fire sizzlies under that thing. Three, I mean, you're taking a risk if you've never had it before at any other gas station, but I need, like, food sometimes. I need food, not just a snack. So, so when you're on a road trip and you need food, not a snack, sometimes you go, I get a meal called a snack. You, you go yeah. to a fast food restaurant which there's plentiful. When you're at a gas station, you're getting gas and you're picking up snacks for the ride. You're not going to get taquitos. I can't believe I picked like a bacon, egg, and cheese and I have someone who picked white popcorn chirping me right now. (laughs) Giving you a dissertation on it? That's bizarre. Oh, Uh, I need a chaser, don't I? Yeah, what is your chaser? I love a good gas station. I know what you're going to be before you say it. You're 99 cent uh, Arnold Palmer teas, aren't you? (laughs) Those are good. I think I am now. Reminded me, but uh, like the ninety-nine cent those. But I also do, depending on the situation, I love a gas station beer if they have them, like a Tall Boy or something. Yeah. So, but if I'm if we're keeping it PG, yeah, I mean the ninety-nine cent Tall Boy Arizona iced teas. Come on, it's a good value. I, I changed my number one. It's another number one. All right. Um, so I'm going with the frosted chocolate mini donuts. And I may wash it down with a Yoohoo. Okay. I'm not a big Yoohoo guy. I oh. think the Yoohoo are, down, is that your best chocolate milk? Like, should we talk about best no, chocolate? No, I like chocolate milk. Um, not sure. I don't know if it's du- is it the Dutch chocolate milk? Have you had that before? Yeah, yeah those are good. 
pretty good. So I have a story about wait. Milk. So you did you did well. You yeah, did I did your milkshake because uh, I thought that'd be more of a snack instead of. All right. Okay. Yeah, so been... I have a little bit of a milk story, <clears throat> um, and it has to do with Nesquik. So senior year of college, me and my buddies, like I don't know, I think we were making dinner or something. We wanted to like do something fun, so we each we split up into two teams of two. I'm like, all right, find a video online, like a tasty video, make it for dinner. We'll all share it and we'll see whose is better. So me and my buddy, we go on tasty. We find this recipe for like buffalo buttermilk chicken. We're like, oh, this shit looks fire. Like some fried chicken. Like what you, oh, you know what it was? It was uh, breaded with the purple Doritos. So you crumble up mm. purple Doritos and bread it with those. It gets worse. <laughs> um, so the recipe called for, um purple doritos this that but you had to make the buttermilk with like this special kind of milk and hot sauce and seasoning so we go to like the convenience store outside of our apartment at school and we're looking for this special kind of milk i don't know what it is but they don't have it so like all right let's think on our toes the only type of milk they had was nesquik vanilla no 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 (laughs) so we're like i mean i like nesquik you like nesquik sure it's milk um so we use vanilla Nesquik as the buttermilk and marinate our chicken in like hot sauce and that and put it in like purple Doritos. You call it Willy Wonka chicken? <laughs> Dude, that, oh my, it's disrespectful. How was it? Willy, How was it's it? It's disrespectful to Willy Wonka how bad it was. Um, <laughs> but we take it out of the oven. We open the oven. We're just like, and it just smells like a milkshake. We're like, this can't be good. <laughs> and I tell you, it was the worst thing we've ever tasted in our entire life. Oh my God! Do not, kids at home, do not marinate your chicken in Nesquik. Or uh, the Doritos sounded pretty good. Then the Nesquik. Oh, if we would have done it right, it would have been fire. Like nothing about nothing about breadcrumbs or right, purple we Doritos. Need, we need redemption. Dorito buffalo chicken, whatever you're making, bring it to the tailgate for Ravens Eagles, and we'll try it, and we'll we'll get the real test of it. Right? Whatever milk they, whatever milk the store's then, got, though, that's what you're getting. And then we'll sneak down to the field with Kid Rock, give Lane a bite. He'll let us know what he thinks. Just oh, make sure Kid uh, has a little portion. He's looking a little bit hefty on the sidelines. Right <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, of eating, Lane, what would what's your ideal pregame meal? Like Man. a one o'clock game on Sunday. What what are you eating before the game? Usually it's like a steak and may have like a little bow tie pasta with it. I usually don't eat a whole lot before a game, but something, a little bit of carbs, some protein, um, may have a few Gatorades. And how does that, how does that meal plan change if you're in prime time? Like you're to wait the whole day to play. I don't change. It's just, uh, yeah, that's pretty much every pregame meal is all the same stuff. Every right, but do you change how you eat throughout the day if you have a late game? Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, mornings, um, you know, they'll have pancakes, waffles, they'll have all sorts of stuff like that. You know, you have your eggs, bacon, they have all the health, healthy stuff, turkey, bacon, you have your um, omelet station. So I'll probably do, if it's a late game, I'll probably have two big meals and then maybe a snack or something for the game. What if you win the Super Bowl, you drink a lot of beer? Oh, and, no, it's and not, then it's not an if. He did. He did. Well, okay. We got it. All right. What if, if when you won the Super Bowl, drank a lot of beers, then what do you have? And what's your, what's your cheap meal? What's your big meal? I like to uh, – I'm a big cereal guy, man. I like uh, Fruity Pebbles. I like Lucky Charms. I like Captain Crunch. I like, you know. All right. We did rank, we did rank cereals. So, so, all right, we're going to need your top three cereals. Re-rank, but... No, I think we need his top three. Right, give us your top three, then we'll let you go. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's Obviously. one, right? 
That's probably one. We yeah. all agreed on that too. Uh, the two fruity pebbles for two. Okay. The fruity pebbles and the cocoa pebbles. Okay. Um, and then third. Ooh, that's tough. There's so many. I would, I would say Lucky Charms. I would uh, probably Lucky Charms. Okay. So the only bugaboo I have with fruity pebbles is you got to eat it so fast or they'll get so soft. Yeah, I mean, that all the pebbles. But yeah. Jack, I have I have our ranked. Mine was Cinnamon Toast Crunch one, Reese's Puffs two, Captain Crunch three. Reese's Puffs, yeah. Okay. Jack was yeah, Cinnamon after Toast. After you picked Reese's Cups, I'm surprised that didn't. I go apologize. Up. I apologize. For <laughs> Jack had Jack had Cinnamon Toast Crunch one, Peanut Butter Captain Crunch two, and Reese's Puffs three. All solid. Hey, all solid selections. Everyone no loves. Cocoa. Everyone loves cereal. All right, Lane. We appreciate it. Go get your virtual workouts in. Go, uh, you know, get prepped for the season. We'll talk to you when I'm in Philly. Gold chain Lamar Jackson jersey. You'll know where to find me in the stands. I'll and be purple there. Doritos chicken. Purple Doritos chicken. Thanks, Lane. Appreciate Hi, it. Lane, thanks, man. Go birds. Birds. <laughs>